Can I be can I be the first to say it? Can I be the first to say it? Go for it. It's been a while. Oh wow. What what? <laughs> <laughs> Last week was uh, I, I listened to your show. It was pretty good. There was uh, there was discussion of substantive technological issues, which is like a cut above this show usually. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, well, that's what you get when you bring those guys in. I know. That's why we're not doing it again? I yeah. Fuck those guys and their competence. That's what I say. Exactly. We exactly. know some listeners get concerned if there are too many Ted Lasso spoilers, so I think we're going to go Ted Lasso spoiler free this time. Mm. We'll still talk about mm. Ted Lasso, maybe, but uh, we we won't spoil anything. I can't believe Ted died. Ah, shoot! I screwed. But uh, we won't spoil anything. Do you want to talk about some technology first? Yeah. <laughs> John, wow, John. That was a woof. Hey, hey, I guess. I mean. Uh, we're doing that again? <laughs> we're just doing it every week. I'm picturing you with like a Rodney Dangerfield, like finger in the collar kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I did see a story going around just this morning that the Apple Watch update may be delayed. Delay stories. Mm-hmm. Always the best. Because mm-hmm. how do you delay something that hasn't been announced? How do you delay? Exactly. But there is an interesting question of, I think everybody's expecting an event in the next couple of weeks that's like iPhone and Apple Watch probably, right? September, usual right. time. Right. And so if they uh, do an event and there's no Apple Watch, that's going to be, <laughs> all those people are going to be like, see, we told you so. What if they threw an event and nobody came? Probably won't happen. Seems unlikely. Are you concerned? Do you worry you're not going to get your Apple Watch? Uh- <laughs> I'm not planning on buying a new one. I'm mean, not saying that I definitely won't, but... Um, Here's a trick. Buy a new uh, watch band, and it feels like a whole new watch. That's my advice to you. Exactly. It's good to Yeah, have. actually, you know what? I think I need more watch bands. <laughs> we're, I think we're just enabling. <laughs> I ordered one off Amazon moments before we started recording. Wow. I saw an Instagram ad. Oh, where'd you like, order it? <laughs> I, I heard it. Um, <laughs> I, I saw an Instagram ad for a band. I was like, yeah, I kind of like that. And I was like, I wonder if it's cheaper on Amazon. And indeed it was. So how about that? But yeah, I, mm-hmm. it's like, a, it's well, you know, a, a, a braided, you know, slide on and off band. And uh, it's like uh, rainbow colors. So I was into it. Okay. Into it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Sure. 20 bucks. I don't have, I don't have any of those ones. I don't have any of the, uh, the single Whatever yeah, they're always scary to order because you're like, what if I'm getting the wrong size and it exactly, doesn't fit right? right. But uh, I don't want to get into that. I've done it okay. <laughs> I, I had, I, I think we, t- we talked about this a while back, but I had one of the braided loops and I, I eventually took it off because I felt like it was just, it wasn't quite snug enough and my watch moved around more than like, and I definitely, that was the only time I ever have gotten the like thing where it won't read my heart rate because it was too loose. So I switched back to the uh, Velcro support loop thing, which I am just, just fine with, so... Screw you and your braided bands, Lex. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't wear the braided ones when I'm working out. I, I wear my fake sport band, and <laughs> and now I have you know the 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 one piece elasticy one. Uh, now I have this problem of uh, we have cats, and I used to the I musical. used to leave my watch bands yeah out in my bathroom, and now I don't because they want to play with them, so I put them away, and then I forget. So it used to be that every day I would take off my workout band and switch to, like, a fashion band, if you will. And I would just wear the workout band all the time, because out of sight, out of mind, I forget to change it, and then, sure. like, halfway through the day, I'm like, shit. So I just ordered another band, <laughs> with my thought being, I can start putting bands in various other rooms around the house. Oh, I can have one secrete in my them in I, various I, places. I already have that, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to take the, the Maltz approach. 
Oh, all right. Pulling, <laughs> pulling a molten. Thank you so much. Molten it. Thank you yeah, for, for recognizing my contribution to society. <laughs> Stashing watch bands everywhere. Like a like a squirrel with acorns. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> his cheeks. John Molten's cheeks. I don't just know where they are. Watch I, I don't remember where they are. I just I'll just I'll just find one later. I don't. Yeah, I haven't seen much rumored about the the watch this year. There was a suggestion of slightly larger displays and like squared off sides, well, kind of like the current keep, iPhone. Yeah, they keep showing these. Yeah, right. The. Uh renders of of them that make them look like i don't know what they look like they look like i don't want to wear them as well. <laughs> <laughs> hey you don't like that you don't I like don't the know. flat I mean, sides like i would rather they get i mean the sides get more rounded i don't care i wow. don't care okay. about the watch face itself being round but I, it just seems like it's more comfortable like wearing sharp edges up against my wrist doesn't seem there are very few features that i want that it doesn't already have like the always on right, was a sure. for me maybe sure. it could be always that on at one. the maximum brightness setting but i don't think i even need right. that like i'm just fine because then everybody could see all my notifications it could be always on her <laughs> could be always on her i think we've done this bit i still don't have one of the <laughs> oh, uh, uh yeah i think we literally had a show titled this like more always on or something <laughs> <laughs> probably last year's apple watch that was probably when it was that could be i still have a series four so i bought that three years <laughs> afterwards and like i guess maybe it's like I, yeah i'm with you though it's in theory it seems like all right i mean i've had this watch for like three years i could probably upgrade it but i also feel like yeah, I don't know. I'm just feeling cheap. I don't feel like I need to buy a new one right now. This one, I like the idea of an always-on display, but I feel like I need something more to, like, get me to replace this. No, see, that was the big thing for me. And now I don't. Now I don't know what... Now I don't know what's next. But, what, you know, what did you have... Which model did you have before the always-on? Did you have... You had a zero. Did you have a two? You had something in between a zero, a zero? and then a two, I think, right? Yeah, I mean, so... But the always-on one also no, no, came... I think it was a three. Was I think it was a three. Okay. That right? But that was still pre the redesign. It was pre the bigger screen and stuff, too. It was. Yes. I'm just going to say that. So it's, okay, <laughs> that was good. not a question. That was a statement. Uh, so, I mean, you got, like, the always-on display, but you also got the larger screen size and, like, better processor and stuff like that. And so there's a question of, like, right. I feel like I want... I would be fine with the always-on display, but I want... I want to know what else is in it for me, is what I'm saying. <laughs> What's in it for Dan? What's in it for me? What's Apple done for Dan lately? I, I, my, my biggest assumptions, if we're guessing on what new Apple Watch features will be... This is an Apple Watch show, Lex, well, please. it's an Apple Watch show, right. <laughs> is that it, uh, it, it'll monitor more things. More oh, health things. Oh, that's, that's what I think yeah. it'll do. It seems what it's like it does every time. Well, let me... Do you want to talk about what the, the, the stuff it doesn't monitor well now, or... <laughs> You want to talk about oh, God. Oh, the, the, the Dan Warren controversy? <laughs> we talked about this too. This is I know, another thing we've I know. talked about. It came back around though because every time uh, it, it ends up, it was because my wife like gets really angry and she's like, I'm very angry and I don't know if I want to wear the Apple Watch anymore. And I'm like, <laughs> there's I, the show title right there. There you go. <laughs> my wife gets very angry. But, you know, we've all been in those situations where technology doesn't work as we expect for someone and we're like trying to help them figure it oh, out. Yeah. And we're like, oh, OK, but I don't know, actually know why this is not working every day, every day. <laughs> so anyways, we won't go into that again. But I I don't know. I don't know if I'm likely to buy a new Apple Watch this year. I, I don't even remember what's in the new watch OS. So, wow. Good yeah. stuff. And this is an Apple Watch. And this is an Apple Watch. Uh, has she considered that maybe she's just wearing it wrong? Is that... <laughs> I will let you, sir, you, you, are, you <laughs> can feel that. free to tell her that. I know you guys Siri, have texted. Siri, I message Kat. Yeah. So, uh, and you can deal with, <laughs> you can be on the other end of that rather than me. That'd be great. I message Kat. Dan mm-hmm. says to tell you. Nope. 
<laughs> nope. Well, I also saw that there were some new iPhones on Ted Lasso. <laughs> God. This is the dumbest story. Yeah, Dan, really did you you said we had this. to talk about this. Do we have I to talk did not, about it? No, well, I did not say. I said we could. We, we could discuss how stupid this story is, but I'm not sure it's even worth that it's amount of time. Stupid. It's very stupid. Okay. So it, it's not It's not a notchless iPhone. It's just, it's, it's just CGI, guys. It's, it's just, just CGI. Yeah, it's just... It, right, right. I'm not even gonna. Li- I'm not even gonna link to that. Okay, good. Screw that. Will you link to Taskmaster instead? <laughs> will you will say not. we talked about the notchless iPhone on Ted Lasso, but the link goes, <laughs> <laughs> the link goes to Taskmaster? I think everyone would be I'll pleased. Cons- I'll consider that. I will consider. Actually. <laughs> uh, Lex, you sent us some news last week that came out towards the end of the week. I don't know if yeah. you want to talk about that. I guess we have to. I feel like it's our job. I'm gonna put news well, we, in we, quotes. I think we have to talk about that, right? Yeah. We have to talk yeah. about that. that's also that's also sort of non news, right? Yep, 100%. Yeah. it seemed like news. It was treated like news and was really not much news. Yeah, the the, the news is lawyers made money. Uh, yeah, pretty much, right? Thirty percent. A- Apple <laughs> issued a press release on August twenty sixth, saying that Apple and and U.S. developers have agreed to App Store updates. Basically, they're, they're settling uh, a lawsuit brought against them by a, a group of developers in the Cameron et al. v. Apple case. But most of what Apple is promising to do not all but most is stuff they already do like we're going to keep doing the things we already do <laughs> and then yeah. we'll make a couple tiny concessions right. which all amount to basically nothing. <laughs> they're not going to punish they're not going to punish developers for following the rules <laughs> Woo, <laughs> dodge that bullet <laughs> which is just i think that's so great <laughs> that's so nice of them how much do you think those developers got paid oh, what do you think the settlement is yeah that Apple paid i mean like if they're like all right look million dollars we'll go you we'll t- we'll go to court with you uh, you we know how much the individual ones got. Yeah, paid? I'm just saying, like you settled that. Your settlement was, we're just not, we're not going to do anything. We don't care about your your complaints. We'll give you some money, and we'll agree that we'll keep doing what we're doing, and you can go away. <laughs> so right. I feel like was Pretty it much. just a, a moment of them saying, like, look, we've realized we're in, we're in over our heads, right? We cannot. There's no way you can beat Apple in court. I feel like if you're, you know, they have so much money, right? They can pay all the lawyers. You are developers who are dependent on this company, <laughs> and so you have to scrape together enough to pay your lawyers to beat Apple's lawyers in courts. Seems like a losing proposition, so I think you take the money and you run. But I just don't know. Yeah. I wonder how much it costs to just decide, well, like, you're well, going to so walk away. It's, it's, well, known. it's a known number. Apple settled it for yeah. $100 million. Well, if the, right. if the settlement is accepted by the courts, which it will be, and the $100 million is split amongst small developers who earned a million dollars or less for all of their apps in every calendar year in which the developers had an account between June 2015 and April 2021. And it's the Small Developer Assistance Fund. But is that only to the developers in the class action? That's yes. to everybody. I believe it is to everybody. I think yeah. you are in, so I, I, really? I, Well, everybody who's in the class okay. action, but the way class actions, yes. unless you've opted out, you're in it. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. If you were a developer. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where you get those weird postcards or letters. Yeah, yeah, you've done yeah. Something yeah. Wrong, right. Mm-hmm. So right. Developers will yeah. we'll all get those. And then it'll say, by the way, how much you're going to get is indeterminate right now because it depends on how many developers qualify and how many fill out this thing and tell us how much money they want to make and blah, blah, blah. You and end up other with bullshit. 45 cents. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. Take a giant chunk. It's so, like I, there was somewhere a, a James table. James will tell us. He'll, right. Well, I mean, I was going to ask him. I was curious. But there was a table. Not, I think he's not allowed to. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I get to it. There was a table somewhere estimating how much the payouts would be. Like, I, I cannot it remember where I saw this. something between like a few a few hundred dollars and, and a few thousand like, like maybe 2500 or something like so, yeah what's well, the maybe point I think, bit, I think it was a little bit more like i thought it was like 
in the three thousands, but it were well, actually now I can't remember. Uh, but like three thousand dollars. Right, I know it's not a lot. If you're making trying to make a living off this ecosystem, three thousand dollars, I'm sorry, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's not if you're making three thousand dollars a month, you are still not making enough money to live on, right? So three thousand dollars is a one time payout. Look at this guy. <laughs> I that's you know, I I don't think I want to hear from the guy who's definitely not making three thousand dollars a month. Uh <laughs> But, you know, uh, I think it's it's stupid. This whole thing is stupid. I think it is Apple patting, patting themselves on the back for doing bullshit. And it's, yeah. uh, I mean, the, the, I agree with. the press release of this literally has Phil Schiller quoted as describing the App Store as an economic miracle, <laughs> which is... <laughs> Jesus. I think ridiculous. I mean, this is this is some of Apple's worst Appling right here. Like, this is just like leaning on into all the things that people who dislike Apple really dislike about them. And in this particular case, I don't feel like those people are wrong. <laughs> this is just seems really shitty all around. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But other than that, was the play, <laughs> Mrs. Yeah, Lincoln? So, and, I mean, and the App Store. So the App Store thing that I mean, the, the rule that they s- cited was that you could tell you can now email your customers and tell them about other ways to purchase the right app. you can collect right. email addresses from develop so from which consumers. was something that they were allowed to do before yeah and yeah. basically apple is just saying that they will not ban you for that now right they will not ban you for something that you were allowed to do before yeah <laughs> well in theory you weren't supposed to i thought you weren't supposed to capture information from them and write to them about other ways to purchase i thought that was in theory against the policy there were a couple know. different things floating around about this one suggesting also that was a fairly recent like specific like specific ban or like thing that you were not supposed to do that they just reversed like within the last year or something that they told them not to email people and then they're like yeah, oh fine you can changed, email people right. it's changed over time yes but absolutely. the key point is you but. can't tell anybody in your app and if you can't tell them in your app you still can't right and you still can't do that right and you still can't do that if you can't tell them in your app i feel like apple is well aware as are most developers that most people will never find out even if you email them right people don't read those emails <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know it people seems reading my emails i <laughs> when's the last time you sent me an email john <laughs> yes <laughs> i can do it right now <laughs> but i don't know i i think it strikes me as kind of I understand why a company would take the tack that Apple is taking here, but in a time when they are increasingly under scrutiny for exactly this kind yeah. of shit, so, it seems like a yeah, bad so idea. Related, related to this, um, more news this morning was that um, South Korea passed their bill saying that Apple must allow other payment methods. Right, not just yeah. Apple either, right? Google, too, I think, was the other. Platform yes, owners cannot right. force developers to use their in-app purchase system. Mm-hmm. So I I, I I don't know the specif- the specifics of all of it, but I think it seems like it's specifically called out in app purchase as opposed to like all platform purchase. Like maybe you can buy your app directly, but you can't be forced to use in app purchase like Apple's in app purchase system. They, people can buy things other ways through the app once they've bought the app. I don't know. It seems unclear, but I'm sure it will get clarified. And then the uh, the upshot was like a fine if you didn't do it. It was like some percentage of your mm-hmm. profits but it was also like three percent of your profits and part of me is like will apple just decide to eat that <laughs> <laughs> well they just decide we'll pay three percent i think they'll find some other it'll come out of the developer 70 percent <laughs> is what will happen yeah really <laughs> not a problem they say we only take 27 <laughs> percent. uh <laughs> but listen with all that money you're going to be saving my advice to you is get yourself 
a custom sushi. <laughs> this episode of The Rebound is brought to you by Indochino. Uh, share a story of a time you felt confident with a look you put together. Pretty much never unless it's Indochino. <laughs> um, I'm right now wearing uh, an incomparable t-shirt and uh, khaki colored shorts. So I look like, I don't know, everybody else my age who does the kinds of things I do for a living. But when I put on made-to-measure formal wear from Indochino, then I know I actually look like a decent human being. The right outfit can make you feel great. And with Indochino, creating your best look yet could be more affordable than you think. And hey, maybe it's been a while since the last time you had an excuse to dress up. But whenever that next chance is, make the absolute most of it with Indochino. Dan did this experience in the showroom. He went into an Indochino in Massachusetts and got measured and got a custom suit to wear to his wedding. I was like, I go in stores for no man. And this was long before there were any reasons to avoid stores. It was just my own preference of staying home but i did it right through their website and and measured myself following their video instructions it worked out great my custom suit has a a custom lapel in it but instead of initials dan and i have three other names so i don't know if dan did initials or not but i did lex in my i also did lex thank you so much (laughs) uh but i there were no two handsomer men men at dan's wedding than me and dan um not in that order ouch Indochino offers, you should have seen the off the rack crap that Mulse was wearing. It was a disaster. Indochino offers completely custom fitted suits, shirts, casual wear, and more at surprisingly affordable prices. Choose everything about your suit from the fabric, lapel, monogram, and statement linings. You can create a suit that fits you and your style perfectly. I don't know what you're saying about my uncle's suit. The best part, Indochino's suit start is just $399 with all customizations included. Indochino is now open at select Nordstrom stores, giving you even more ways to get great fitting, personalized clothing. Find your nearest location at Indochino.com. Right now, you can get $50 off any purchase of $399 or more by using code REBOUND to check out. That's $50 off a purchase of $399 or more at Indochino.com, promo code REBOUND. Our thanks to Indochino for their support of The Rebound. Uh, we have a correction here. Oh, please. Oh, a live, live correction. Uh, the um, estimates of what developers could get out of the settlement is between $250,000 and $30,000. Okay, $30,000 mm. is pretty good, so, but... Yeah, $30,000. Yeah, I mean, so but it's but it's also a one-time payment. I will take, I will take that. I yes, take you're, that. you're not a developer. <laughs> oh, my God. I just realized I had an app in the App Store during this time period. I'm, 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 gonna, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I have two apps. <laughs> so take so so now now Lex has two conflicts of interest. I'm just gonna sit there thinking, and the rich keep getting richer. <laughs> well, honestly, um, uh, our friend uh, Marco Tabini was the guy who who was the developer account on it, so I won't actually qualify. But uh, I had I had one app that was rejected, and then I appealed directly to Phil Schiller, who was not at all a help. And then I had a, a game in the app store for a while. Thanks for I, nothing, Phil Schiller. I remember that game. Hmm. Very popular. It was fun. Well, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, but we can move on from from that. Other than we've all agreed that it's it's kind of ridiculous, and Apple's just going to keep getting themselves in the hot water over this until basically, mm-hmm. you know, every other country also starts laying down the law here. Which, right? I think, yeah, I think they're going to run into trouble in the U.S. sooner rather than later. I think in the next year there's going to be some legislation. That, it may it will take a while to get hammered out, but I think it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be a while, is what I'm saying. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh you saw this story about um the iphone 13 possibly supporting low earth orbit satellites communicate satellite communication nothing better I, than controlling I, your set controlling satellite with your phone i really <laughs> feel like th- these articles are all missing a thing and what it would mean is that you could make calls and send texts when you don't have cell service but people are uh, acting as if 
It would just be free. And I have to imagine you're going to have to pay yeah, Apple right. for that. Right. That's, the, that's yeah. the part I don't understand exactly how that's going to well, work. Well, they I mean, discussed I'm it. that it's not through, through like, I mean, so I have Verizon. Is it going to be through Verizon? No, the Verizon doesn't have satellites. Own, do yeah, no, yeah. Uh, they're talking about stuff. I think some of the stuff they're talking. I mean, I have satellites, but it's not using my satellites. The Moltsnet, sure. Uh, it's become self-aware. <laughs> that's very worrying. <laughs> it's very annoying. <laughs> Are you sure you want to send that text, John? The, yes, yes, I do. Nope. I'm afraid I can't allow you to do that. There was something in one of the stories I read about suggesting that it would be first positioned as an emergency thing. So you could send like mm-hmm. emergency texts if you were out of cellular service. But I agree with you that... I mean, that would be one way to... Thr- I think all this does is all this does is confirm that Apple has... has, has satellites. satellites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With with lasers, presumably. With la- well, of course, if you're going to launch satellites, you damn you got to put lasers on them. That's just a no these, these giant tech companies shouldn't have satellites. That's my feeling. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Uh, <laughs> who should? What? Who should? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It sounds like an interesting feature, but if it's limited to emergency stuff, it sounds like an extremely niche feature too. I mean, maybe it's building out with the expectation that in the future it will be able to take more advantage of that, but. Yeah, right. Satellite That's what I was thinking. internet is pretty. I mean, they're the Starlink thing that that Musk is working on, and there's I think some competitors to that too. I it's supposedly better than existing satellite internet, but existing satellite internet has generally been really shitty on uploads and okay on downloads. Is my right, understanding? Like, uh, there's people who even have to rely on it. Poor Chris Breen, but I don't know. Like. The amount of data that you need for a text message is so nil. Right. Like, well, that's why they're starting with that, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's, I mean, listen, if it actually works, that's awesome. If it means I can text on an airplane without having to get the shitty airplane Wi-Fi, I'm all good with it. Without, without <laughs> There's nothing work. wrong with connecting to satellites from an airplane, right? It's fine. I, yeah, it's I don't fine. think that works, actually. <laughs> they're using satellites. Yeah, but you're inside the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the call is coming from inside the airplane. <laughs> Yeah, you can call as many other people on the airplane as you want. That's all I want to do. I just want to call row 22F. That's it. <laughs> the call is coming from inside. The- There's something on the wing. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I don't know. I, it's it. This kind of goes back to the thing we were talking about with the watch, though, which is, I again, I'm not really sure what to expect from the iPhone 13, but it doesn't seem as though there's been a lot suggested that I'm like, oh, yeah really really excited about that i mean being on the upgrade plan as we've discussed before it feels like i guess i'll upgrade <gasps> oh you reminded what's, me of the what's thing. exciting about it to me is it's the last phone i'll buy mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was getting ready to finally leverage my built-in apple care that you get when you're on whatever the program is that dan and i what's it called dan the uh, phone the iphone apple? upgrade program yeah, that one. Because my uh my a program speaker, that allows you to upgrade your iPhone. <laughs> yeah. My ear speaker was 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 just garbage. It, oh. it, calls sounded horrible. And you know how like the ear speaker in more recent model iPhones is also like the other stereo channel speaker when you're using your phone not at your ear. You know what I mean? Like it's just mm-hmm. a regular speaker other times. And it's no sound would come out of it in that scenario. So if I was watching like a Ted Lasso, no spoilers, I would get all the sound from like the right speaker and nothing from the ear if the ear was positioned to the left. Which is terrible when Ted dies. Yeah. And on, on phone calls, it was like it would work, but it sounded and so I was doing all my calls on speakerphone. I'm like, why am I? I should just contact Apple. And I start to contact Apple and the process was incredibly annoying. I'm like, well, let me just Google this. And the fix that I read to try sounded so stupid. I was like, why the fuck would I even, why would I do this? And I was traveling at the time, so I couldn't do it. 
Uh, but when I got home, I was like, fine, I'll open up a brand new toothbrush and I will brush the speaker. What a great fucking use of my time and a toothbrush. And it super worked. <laughs> I brushed my speaker with a toothbrush and it fixed all the problems. It literally did not generate sound output in speaker mode and was horribly garbled and muffly in uh, phone mm. call mode. And I brushed it with a toothbrush in all directions and I brushed all the microphones before I tested it because it said to do that too <laughs> because of noise cancellation, whatever. And it, it sounds fucking perfect again. That's, so, what, the, that's what they tell you to do with the dentist every year is brush. <laughs> Make sure to floss your microphone so you too, hear, just regularly, so you can hear your teeth scream. Yeah, dunk it in some listerine while you're at it. <laughs> well, there was just a thing about the uh, the yeah that program of the uh, earpiece thing. That was that where you're going to take advantage of Lex was the uh, they're they're talking about. I guess there are flaws in some of the iPhone 12 and 12 Pro. Oh, I, I did. I literally didn't see this. You this did literally did not speak this. This yeah. is literally within yeah. the last like two or three it's days. They announced that they were have a repair program for 12 and 12 Pro, but maybe they just get them and brush them with a toothbrush and send it back. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. You have to provide your toothbrush, though. They make you send it. Oh, look at oh, this. Yeah, There's a good. no sound recall. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. How about that? Look at that. But I think you maybe found the end run around it. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> Toothbrushes. Uh, it's a lot, probably a lot cheaper. <laughs> By this the way, this episode is also new, brought to uh, you by Quip. New advertising, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get on that this show is so good <laughs> isn't it i uh i bought some new stuff i bought some new stuff <laughs> i bought some new stuff can you do the bought some new stuff theme song a little bit more the I alternative just name did. the alternative name of this podcast the second verse i think is superior to the first verse but that's just my opinion but that's fine that's fine we won't have to share that we'll, share, we'll save that for the bonus episode mm -hmm. i bought some i bought two new sonos products god Man, it's maggoty with Sonos's. It's How big Sonos is this new house? It's uh, not big enough. Well, one of them is very small. Is I bought I bought a Sonos the houses. One. Yep, one of the houses fits inside the other house. <laughs> That's the guest house where Lex gets to stay when he comes to visit. Perfect, because he's very short. Yep. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, Moltz doesn't. Like go, Moltz up. doesn't even come to my house when he's in New England. Oh, Moltz, Moltz sleeps here in Dan's bed go. when he's there. That's what happens. <laughs> John could be a state away and would just be like, "Yeah, sorry, uh, okay, I'm driving across states, country." Well, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think Vermont the is way, adjacent. The way you have to get to Boston. Oh, okay, you drive really roundabout. <laughs> It's just because I miss you so much, John, and I never oh, see you. It's yeah. sad. I know, I know. But I bought a Sonos Roam, which is the their new little um, battery-powered speaker. And By I the think, way, if you guys think that I pun a lot on this show, please make sure you check out nope, Dan's write-up of the Roam on Six Colors. <laughs> and every heading <laughs> is a fresh Roam pun. Just putting that out there. Well, what can I say? I deliver for my readers. <laughs> I also just proved that I read your article without calling out explicitly that I read it. Well, but you I, ruined it right there, but yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Foiled again. It's it's cool. I like it a lot. I think it's great. If you can get it at a discount, even better. Um, but it's it's <laughs> the sound is really good. It's got Bluetooth and AirPlay. It charges on, on Qi wireless chargers. Uh, I took it on vacation last week. We watched TV on the iPad with it paired up. We listened to music. We listened to some podcasts. And it's it's really nice for what it is. Like it, it doesn't necessarily, I think as people point out, like it's gotten dinged a little bit on the battery life. Uh, I would not, you know, if you expect it to like sort of last all day, I think you might get a little iffy, but like we had like moderate usage, like a couple hours, like every day through the week. And it was in pretty good shape. It only basically ran down like the last day or something. So I don't know. I, I think it's a really nice piece of hardware. It's a, it's a little bit on the price side. It's like, it's like 170 or so. I don't know. That's not ridiculous. I know it's not your point. But I'm curious, what podcast do you watch? Uh, watch what podcast do you listen to with Cat? 
Uh, we listen to Dragon Friends, uh, which is an Australian D&D podcast. Right. We listen to a show called Word Matters, which is a Merriam-Webster's dictionary mm-hmm. podcast about word stuff, which is really good. Oh, uh, 719. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we listen to, oh God, I have to admit this. Uh, sometimes we listen to stuff on Audible. <sighs> <laughs> no, I, I wasn't asking for that reason. I was just curious because it's. I find I think that you are one of the rarer couples that listens to podcasts together. I think it's less common than solos. We don't listen to a ton together. So, like, we mostly listen to separate stuff, and then I think mainly it's just like when we're in the car, for example, like on a long road trip, we'll like load up some stuff. There's game show uh, says you that we really like. That is the uh, inspiration for our game show, Inconceivable. Uh, so, listen to some of that. You know. Well, a variety of stuff but yeah we oftentimes our taste differ so i don't make her listen to this show when i'm not on it <laughs> i don't make her listen to the show when i am on it either just to be clear <laughs> yeah i wouldn't, I wouldn't uh while dan that. was talking here about this and you have to tell us about the second sonos too i believe but while dan was telling us about this i got an email from cameo i've never used cameo but i did um donate something that was Disney sponsored where you got a special message from Mickey Mouse. That was a generic message. And so now I am getting cameo emails and I just saw that actress Juno Temple is available to send cameos. I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to send a message to Moltz from Juno Temple. She is uh, uh, an actress on Ted Lasso. <laughs> and then I clicked and she wants 250 fucking dollars. So Moltz hi from Ted Lasso. <laughs> That's all you get. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. Wow. It's for charity, so I'll I give her you, that. But yeah, two hundred fifty dollars. But you won't give her two hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to pick my own charity. <laughs> what's the cha- wait? What's the charity? Oh, benefiting a charity is what it says when you click in for more information. So oh, I think really? it's the Seriously? Juno Temple okay. Charitable Foundation. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So Dan, what was the other Sonos? Uh, that one I cannot speak as authoritatively about because it's still in the box, but it's in, it's a Sonos arc. <laughs> well, oh, cool. I didn't want to unpack it in the apartment and then immediately move it over to the house. So I'm waiting until we get the stuff in the house. Are and you then moving I'll over there. to the house anytime soon? Dan? Literally this weekend. Like Literally this weekend. Ooh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Look, it's happening. Movie. It's actually happening. It's huh? happening. It is happening. It's happening. It's sickening. Um, <laughs> No, no one else. No one watched Master of None. Good bit. Uh, uh, no, I, I, uh, I, I watched I, the first season. It was I the first season. Remember that. I did see. I saw. The, <laughs> and I saw the chose first not to seasons. memorize. I started the third season and and I nubbed out. But. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I will set that up. I'm looking forward to trying that out, and uh, we'll see how it goes. I, I'm a little scared because I'm getting rid of my old receiver that is has treated me very well for many decades. <laughs> It's like mm-hmm. it's frightening new technology, but yeah, I, it will cut down on the amount of cords. It will cut down on the amount of remotes, and it will hopefully provide a better experience. So, fingers crossed. I'm glad that years ago I went all in on Sonos because if I were deciding now, I don't know what I would do. Like my instinct it's would be to go all in with the HomePod, but I don't know how excited Apple is about that space when there's only the one HomePod. Yeah, there's only the mini, <laughs> the, yeah. the mini. And so I, I really, I don't know what I would do. So I'm glad I'm already all in with another guy. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the reasons, as I said, in my review of the Rome, I think it like, it's best if you already have Sonos stuff because it also works as just like another Sonos speaker and you can like move audio back and forth to it really easily. If you don't have existing Sonos lineup, it's like, it's still a good speaker, but it's like a lot, it's a lot more expensive than probably something else that would do fine for you. 
So I, I agree with you that I think being in the Sonos ecosystem helps a lot. And it is one of those things that I keep coming back to is like, man, what if instead of building the HomePod all those years ago, Apple had just bought Sonos? I kind of feel like maybe that wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world. Yeah, I still I'm yeah. still holding out hope. It seems less and less. Likely I'm surprised that no one has. Like, I kind of feel like there's a lot of competitors yeah. in this space and everyone looked at Sonos, who's doing a really good job. And they're like, yeah, we if this stupid small company could do it, we could probably do it. And the answer is no, most of your stuff is shit sorry like they yeah. actually were good at it because it was the thing they did yeah the speaker i mean the speaker part in particular the software is less <laughs> but it, the stuff that less works impressive. with like the multi-room stuff yeah is really good yeah and well, it's I, i'm not better i'm not in that game so maybe that's also when you i i for, to mention my cats for the second time <laughs> i had this weird issue where my son likes to listen to uh this is a cat podcast now yeah uh, my cats are wearing apple watches um but there's i had this weird issue where my son likes to listen to uh white noise uh, at night now actually he likes to listen to pink noise and is that you for, talking uh nope for a long time um <laughs> i got it uh for a long time when he was listening he, we would just say echo play pink noise and it would play this beautiful little music and then start the pink noise more recently on his speaker if you say play pink noise it plays that beautiful little music and then one very loud burst of static and then silence so instead we say play white noise see i don't like everything that company does uh but so he's listening to white noise and uh, a few nights ago uh, in the middle of the night i noticed i'm hearing white noise from my bathroom and i didn't put it any on and then i realized uh later that morning when i officially woke up that one of the cats had stood on the sono speaker and held down the button long enough to sync it with Liam's. <laughs> so we were getting his white noise also, which I didn't figure out until he started blasting Queen at like 7.30 in the morning when he was ready to start rocking out, and it also played in my bathroom. Good times. I, uh, I just saw, in- incidentally, uh, news that the, the New York Times has announced the wire cutter is moving behind a paywall. Uh, yep. I'm out. Well... I think it's if you already get the New York Times, you may already get it. So I'm in. there you go. You're back in. <laughs> but, probably. Uh, I agree, though. I'm seeing some well, people criticizing that. And I think I agree. I think it's a bad idea. They made so much. I mean, yeah, I mean they're, already, their, they're already making money on the, the links. affiliates. Yeah. I feel like adding it to your yeah. paywall seems <laughs> I've increasingly got that. Like if I open uh, a wire cutter link from like Twitter or something that so it opens in a web view rather than going to Safari it would like can ask me more times than not to like log in or something uh, or give me like a, like a splash screen and I got annoyed, but then I would open it in Safari and it would be fine. So uh, I guess they were soft sort of moving in that direction. Amusingly, I want to, when you mentioned this just now, I tried to check the story and Google took me to the Wall Street Journal, which is kind of a story. Yeah. <laughs> Paywalls are the best. Yeah. Thank hey. God we don't have any. Yep, that's right. Everything. <laughs> By the way, oops. if you pay for the rebound, you can submit questions, which nobody's done in the past week or two. But that's uh, prime.reboundcast.com to sign up. If you're already signed up, ask questions. That's because we answered them all last week. We were so effective. Yeah, great job. <laughs> any, any, yeah, okay. Should we make up some questions or? Oh, yeah. Listener Mandoran asks. <laughs> that's my favorite that's... show on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> No, nothing. That's it. That's it. We're That's back. the end. We're done. We're back. And Man. We've run out. We've run out of material. Oh, come on. There's so much technology news we could be talking about. I'm sure I can find some as I hastily scroll through the news. <laughs> it doesn't have to be 50, 45 minutes. It can be, the show can just be as long as it needs to be.
If you, uh, yeah, what are you saying? Is like we're gonna do like a ten minute show? Is that what we're gonna do? We're, we're at thirty six minutes. <laughs> That's what we should have done. <laughs> we, we're giving the people what they need, not what they want. We should do a ten minute show in a forty minute bonus episode. Is that what you're saying? Yes. That does feel like we've gone behind the pain wall. Pain. <laughs> the pain <laughs> wall. Leave it. Leave it. It's accurate. I'm well, leaving it. Yep. Yeah, no, I. Yeah. That, now I. Now that may be the new. That, that may be the title. <laughs> Oh, did you see the show? This this show. God, jeez, yeah. what is going on? Did you see this story about Tim Cook possibly retiring? Oh, by yes, twenty twenty five. There was a uh, Mark Gurman yeah. was writing. He was, uh, was handicapping yeah, all the uh, executive team for who would be the most and likely that, to take that, over. But, but it was just like talking to people at Apple who think that he will do that. Well, he he did say that. I mean, he you know Gurman was kind of reading between the lines and saying like, look. Cook said in that interview a while back that he didn't expect to be there necessarily in 10 years. Yeah. And, I mean, and, and his, you know, he does get his payout is at the end of 2025. His payout is the end of, it's 2025. Yeah. And they, so he, I think Gurman was saying he imagined him retiring somewhere in maybe 2027 or something. Right. You don't want to do it right if you get a big payout because then it looks like <laughs> yeah. you just see a suckers. Yeah. Get out of here, suckers. But yeah. I mean, you know, certainly we're only talking potentially six or seven years here i mean which is a long time but it is also within the range of you know i am sure there's an internal succession plan at apple right in the same way that cook was tapped before uh steve jobs retired and then passed away because they knew that yeah. he was sick so they had this to have somebody Jeopardy, folks yeah, they're not running the, you know. <laughs> tim cook has decided the best successor for tim cook is tim cook eddie, uh, eddie q is running the uh, the, the, <laughs> the search committee yeah the search committee for find the replacement oh guess who it is it's eddie q the rundown was not was interesting i mean i think german raised some good points about the people who are sort of most likely in there um and there were some people i hadn't really thought about um i think uh was deirdre o'brien who was i think the head of apple retail john moltz uh the odds were very very much against you john i have to say um that's just rude it seems like jeff williams is kind of the de facto successor but i think it was interesting as german pointed out that he's not that much younger than cook so if you're looking for somebody to be like a long-term ceo afterwards maybe he's not the best choice but he certainly seems plugged Mm -hmm. into all the aspects of the business yeah I don't know. I don't know. I, I read that article and I, just, I, I read it and I felt like I had no idea. I think that sometimes it's people you've heard of and sometimes it's people you haven't. I do think that if there's a company that's going to promote from within, it'll be Apple to get a new CEO. They're not going to hire someone. Yeah, they're not going to hire someone from but, the outside. I think that's extremely unlikely. I say, I say Big Bob Mansfield or get the fuck out. <laughs> he already got the fuck out. He retired like three times. <laughs> it's like watching the fucking Godfather over here. <laughs> It would not shock me if Apple elected to make its next CEO not a white dude. Just, just yeah, I, I think that's not a uh, a factor that you can disregard for sure. But yeah, they, they they run into problems there because they they have been trying to surface more and more of the non-white dudes in their like executive leadership team, but they still are predominantly outnumbered by the number of white dudes. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Right. So you know, and you don't want to necessarily do the thing where you pick someone that nobody's ever heard of, and they're like. Ah, we know why you picked this person. It's because they're not a white dude. Now, if they're looking to other people with executive leadership um, pedigrees from outside the company, yes, Lex, you're right. Your hats can be in the ring. There you go. No, no, that's not. I'm just saying. But ones who are already close with Tim, who Tim has been very friendly with, I'm just saying some of them, you know, recently lost their jobs as you know very chief executives of like whole countries. So I'm saying they've got other people available who Tim has already shown some affection for. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Mm-mm. 
Uh, we have all the best gosh. products. Nope. The no. Products. No. No. Stop we're it. done with that. We're done with that. Yeah. Never again. <laughs> 